there's multiple shapes and sizes to decide that a real fat guy is just a bear and it's hitting an animal. Well, it's not going to hit a bear. <laughs> well, yeah, I know that. But it will determine the, the... Launch speed? Launch speed? Launch speed? <laughs> Stop, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to put my words together. You're rushing me. Am I helping? No, not at all. No one else can see my hands. Welcome to Launch Speed. Welcome back to Launch Speed, the podcast where we give you the latest tech news and bear facts. I'm Brendan. I'm Zach. And I am also Zach. Huh. I like that. Good change. <laughs> Got to keep you on your toes, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. So what, what happened this week? What, what was up with you? Uh, I was out in Cincinnati all week long, and I slept on the worst bed I've ever experienced with the crappiest pillows and the most disappointing bathroom I've ever seen. Well, I mean, toilet, shower, sink. Well, the shower had a time limit on it. What do you, I don't understand. So it didn't drain, so you could only shower for about five minutes before it was filled, or you had to like stand your own filth. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You probably could have called somebody about that. I fixed it. You fixed it? Mm-hmm. I got a hammer, and I pulled the uh, stop out of the bathtub you know uh, like how you like push it down yeah well, i felt like it wasn't like high enough to like actually let water drain so i just took a claw hammer and just popped it out right right up it worked i mean it drained the last it was i did it the very like last night i stayed there okay <laughs> so could have done it earlier than that i know i but i didn't think about it all right but so, it was a good week though yeah it was a good week it was productive you did training stuff yeah we had class all week i learned how to frame with wood instead of metal and then when it came around to the practical, we didn't use wood. We used metal. So, Well, that makes no sense. Yeah, that was kind of irritating. They wanted us to build a metal wall like you would a wood wall, which is like you build it on the ground and then stand it up. With metal, you can't, you can't and really shouldn't do that oh. because the metal pieces don't – you don't screw them from the top or bottom, so they, they move and they wiggle. So when you stand the wall up, it's at a square again. you got to square it up when it's standing again. That's annoying. So not my favorite experience. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And now we know. Now, yeah. Anything exciting for you? I had a good week at work. Uh, I mean, I was only there a couple of days, but again, they're just flying by. It's just nice. Yeah. Is uh, you guys still moving along with that project? Yeah. We're still moving along. Moving right along. Taking taking charge. <laughs> taking charge and taking names. You a manager yet? Uh, Only in what I do. Ah. Not in title. Not in pay. <laughs> or pay. Yeah. <laughs> one, of the, one of these days. One, but whatever. You'll, you'll get there eventually, man. I have, I have faith in you. I don't have faith in your company, but I have faith in you. Okay, but I, I'm I'm enjoying what I'm doing, so that's good. It's just it's just nice. It's like real refreshing. It's like the weekends don't, the Sunday afternoons don't suck as bad when the week doesn't suck as bad. You know. Yeah, I mean, I don't look forward to Sunday nights because it's going to bed at like eight thirty, nine o'clock. Right. Waking up at four in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> that's never what I want. Never what you want, but still, it makes it easier when you enjoy what you do. Yeah. And so a- that's good. Any uh any dislikes? Uh, so. I went to Chick-fil-A this week, actually went to Chick-fil-A, and I showed up at 6.30 when they open, Okay. and they get, so, yeah, I go to Chick-fil-A a lot for breakfast. Uh, they, they aren't usually crowded, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but Thursday and Friday in the morning, they start getting more crowded, so I pulled up at, like, it was probably 6.31, and there's a huge line in both of the drive-thrus, and there's a ton of people inside. 
And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this the dirty way. I walked inside, ordered on my app, and got my food before the line had gone down. And it just felt so dirty. That... It was that was your dislike. Great, that sounds like a great play. But it just it felt so wrong. I felt like I was cheating those people out of their time. <laughs> I mean, it's available to everyone. Yeah, but it's just I, it just feels wrong to me. So you were just standing like there was just like a huge line at the counter, and you just put it in. And it, you're the first one now. Maybe like six or seven people, and yeah, there were still like three or four people left in the line by the time I got my food. So it was, it was pretty quick. That's do- I. That's a life hack right there. I mean, yeah, but I, it always irritates me when I wait in line and other people do that. So <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't, it was, it was a, a not really eye opening experience, but it was a new experience. I'm proud of you, man. I'm still on the fence about it. I'm actually pretty I'm proud probably of you. not going to stop. That's but a it good still play. feels wrong. That's a really good play. <laughs> Worked the, out. the only dislike I had was for those who don't know where we live, we live in Southern Maryland. Well, I live in D.C., but it's an eight-hour drive to where our headquarters were out in Cincinnati. Eight hours doesn't sound like a long drive, but like if you're not the one driving, it's painfully long. Yeah, well, it is It is pretty long if you are the one driving. I, I feel like it's easier for me to drive long distances than to be in the car for long distances. I agree. So, But the, uh, the driver that I had chauffeuring me around all week, they aren't the best. Won't give names. I won't rat anybody out. But God, they are freaking awful at driving. It was, it was so painful. Like I don't backseat drive because that it's very distracting to have someone behind you or next to you try to tell you what what you want to do. And it's also irritating. Yeah. So I was just watching and cringing and hoping for the best because wherever they looked is wherever the car went. They were looked off to the side of the road to look at a sign. We were going onto the shoulder car was coming up beside us on the left and she like noticed it we started going over to the left it's just it's just so terrifying yeah and then curves maybe she doesn't know how to follow a line or she just didn't care to pick one but it would, it was just like herky jerky through the whole thing and like <laughs> i don't get car sick i've never been car sick in my life until the drive out there yep i got car sick and i was all, i was just so miserable i feel i like I make fun of people who get car sick, I still will, but like I get it. Like that's that's a well. When you're in the car with the driver like that, and like just yeah, I it, it I w- I still don't get car sick, but it is uncomfortable when you're in the car with someone who you don't exactly trust. I didn't trust this person. Not well, even. I've never been in a scenario <laughs> that bad, it, but it's just like when you don't yeah. have control. You don't have any control. It's it's terrifying. You're like, is this the day that I die? I don't know. And they're like, oh, mm-hmm. let me put a song on. We're like, no, don't look away. <laughs> like, it's bad enough with you not, like, with you looking at the road. Don't look down. I feel like those are the kind of people who always say, I'm a great driver, too. Oh, I'm I'm sure that's what they thought. Yeah. That they, they since we didn't die there and back, what like, what else do you need? I never get accidents. I never get <laughs> speeding tickets. Therefore, I'm a great driver. That that's the that was the last last point I wanted to make about this driver. They had like no preemptive moves. It was just setting the cruise control like 85 miles an hour, seeing people, a whole line of cars breaking in front of you. Most people just take cruise control off and you just kind of coast and then you, you break when you have to. 
not this person. Uh-uh. Nope. 85 right to the tail end of somebody just ah, jam on them brakes. A lot of people drive like that, though. It's gas or brake, and that's it. I I didn't think those people actually existed. And I, I've always wanted to know the people that are like, they're following me, and they've been following me for like 10 miles, and all of a sudden there's like a tiny gap beside me and they just speed up and almost hit the car that they're trying to like squeeze between me and them to get one car ahead yeah, to get one car ahead and so in intense traffic you didn't see that coming like you could have sped up 10 miles ago and passed me 10 miles ago but no you decide now is the time yeah yeah people suck people suck at driving yes i think i think there needs to be like um <clears throat> A practical driving test. I guess there is now. But there needs to be a retest. Every 10 years. <clears throat> for sure. You should have to take your te- your driver's test again, and it gets harder. It's not the same <laughs> test. How would they make it harder? I couldn't tell you. They, like, you have to do a trip without, like, a GPS. You just have to figure out your way using road signs. Oh. Or just, if... Or just be more stringent on the test. Like if you go to pass somebody and you get like within a car length of them, you fail. Like just make it like a hard fails for people who do stupid things. Mm. If you slam on your brakes, you fail. Yes. If you're only pressing on the gas in the brake, you fail. If you're a two-footed driver and you don't drive a manual, you fail. (laughs) (laughs) Do people actually use two feet to drive? This person did. I guarantee it. Because the amount of brake that was applied during acceleration was weird. That is odd. There is a very, uh, very complicated technique where you use brake and gas intentionally with one foot and clutch with the other foot. Yeah. But I don't think that's what she was doing. <laughs> There's no clutch on that car. Yeah. Well, that sucks. I just think, you know, at like 60, you have to take an eyesight test, a hearing test. And if you're like subpar, you're, you just you lose your license. Uh, they do. No, every time you have to renew your license, you have to take a sight test. Okay. After a certain age. And then if it's not good enough, they will not renew your license. Okay. And it's right. like, I know you drove yourself here, but you're not getting <laughs> home. <laughs> I, I, we just, or, and then, or have like certain levels of licenses. Like you can take harder and harder tests. To only drive on certain roads, like 495, like you have to have like a top tier license. Oh, that'd be miserable to live anywhere near there, though. Just think of how many people we wouldn't have to deal with, though. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've, I've always said that if you take a test that says you're a really good driver, you should not be able to get speeding tickets. Okay. I mean, I won't stand by that, but I see where you're coming from. Like, if you if you get a test that, that and it's like a track, you, you prove in all conditions that you can handle a vehicle not go out of control unless you intentionally go out of control then you should like there should be a little rfid chip in your car and, and a cop with the with their little radar gun shoots your car and he's like man that guy's going 100 miles an hour oh he's qualified to do that that would be i mean wouldn't it though i mean officers do that already would th- they do <laughs> <laughs> lights on or not <laughs> they are above the law when it comes to speeding yes but yeah I mean, I think everyone understands that. Yeah. Well, they also have the most experienced driving way too fast. Yeah. And this is part of their job Therefore, civilians should also be able to get it. Right. Just yeah. your average civilian. Like, I'd do it in a heartbeat. 
yeah. if there was a test like that, I would take it. I know somebody who they had something. I don't know what their position was or even remotely what job they did, but it was something high up in the government. And uh, they had like a, a card or something in their in their glove compartment that was like, this person can be trusted. They can do pretty much whatever. If you have any questions, call this number. And so a friend of mine was in the car with them and they were, he was like, oh, crap, I missed a turn. So he just drove through the median and apparently did that kind of stuff all the time because whatever his job was, he could be trusted. I want that. I need whatever. The, I need that. Wrong career path. <laughs> That's really, what you want. Yeah. Is is that just like not diplomatic immunity? It, something like that, I guess. I mean, it's it's he's probably, you know, in some sort of intelligence. Yeah. Uh, Jack Reacher. Wait, no, Jack Ryan, which is the one that was on Amazon with uh, Jim John Krasinski. Uh, Jack. Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan, for sure, 100%. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, Jack Reacher, Tom Cruise, (laughs) Jack Ryan, John Krasinski. So the short end of the story is I hate bad drivers. Yeah, I understand that. And I I used to hate bad drivers because I I was in my car and I didn't want them to hit my car. Now I really hate bad drivers because I don't ever want to be in a car with them. And whoever's in a car with them should get a life insurance policy. Because they're probably gonna their their family will be rich. Just soon. start sitting in the back seat behind the driver's side. Yeah, safest place for car, Dwight. <laughs> anything, anything we're looking ahead to here for this uh, podcast? Ooh, I don't think so. I think it's all downhill for me. Oh, sounds good to me. Uh, we are probably gonna pre-record some episodes because we might be gone uh, for some of the weekends where we would normally record. And since this is a current events podcast we yeah. uh we need to find something <laughs> else to fill that space so I, i'm saying let's do uh amazon review yeah we, we've been for talking sure. about it yeah we got some some good feedback on that one and then we'll do uh, another unhinged story okay so we got two podcasts or we'll just do more amazon reviews because well, those are fun dude there are some products out there that just like i can't tell if someone is being sarcastic or if they're seriously seriously upset with the product that they ordered most of the most of well, not most a good handful of the reviews and the questions and answers on Amazon are just funny. Yeah. Or people trying to be funny. But I hate that like on Amazon reviews clearly sometimes Amazon sends somebody uh, an email and it's like such and such had this question about this product and the person gets that in their email, they click the link, they respond to the question, I don't know. It's like <laughs> who does that help? <laughs> Why do you need to do that? If you don't know, just ignore it. It's not like it's a personal I, I thing. Get, I got one of those for uh, the my bed frame. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, uh, so-and-so asked, how easy is this to put together? And I said, if you don't have a engineering degree, you might as well buy another one. It's not that hard. <laughs> it's super easy. It's got numbers on it and eight eight screws. Then the numbers match up the pieces and the screws obviously are all the same. They go in the holes and it's together. Okay, then. But like apparently some people had like put reviews down that like it was too heavy or the boards didn't fit. So they took out like a they like ripped every board to fit. I want to know how the hell they messed that up because the boards have like a good two inches gap. Well, get off for both sides. So Give. Like, like, yeah. Like, and you cut them like does it even does it just sit off the edge now and just this 
leaned, angled. Anyways, plan yeah. on doing that. Uh, but that's it. What uh, shout outs to Mike again? Email comedy goal. Moving on. Okay. Please show me your bear bits, sir. <laughs> oh, you would like to see some bear bits? So this week I didn't really find any good stories. I also didn't look very hard, so. But I did find you some interesting facts about C bears. C for effort. That's kind of high. That's a high grade here. <laughs> so, did you know that during hibernation, a bear does not defecate? No waste product doesn't urinate or poop. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. They get little cork plugs. <laughs> <laughs> so, their body somehow recycles uh, body waste into protein. And guess what? Nobody knows how it works. Seriously. They haven't figured it out yet? No. I, I Scientists? Maybe it's because you have to keep the bear alive to do this. And it might be hard to force a bear to hibernate if you have it in captivity. That's a good point. That's a good point. Maybe, uh, maybe. well, I bet other mammals that hibernate do this. I, it seems do squirrels me- hibernate, Zach? No. Good. They good answer. Got to write this down. How, how long ago? That was, was forever ago. That was. That, I really messed that up. You did. So, and a bear, other facts, I just because I didn't want to just drop with one. Uh, a bear fought in the Polish army, in the Polish army, Brendan, in World War II. Which side? Well, was the Polish army still German, technically? Well, depends on who you ask. <laughs> he, so the bear carried shells to the front line and was taught to salute. I don't quite get the fact he carried shells to the front line because artillery isn't on the front line. Good point. <laughs> They're just like, have a shell, go at it. Good boy. <laughs> Good job not eating us. And then an- another just amazing fact is a grizzly bear eats almost 20,000 calories a day. Same. Same. I'd like to see you try. I'd like I to think, see you do it one day. Well, th- 20,000 calories that's just like 10 times the average daily mm, right that that's like eight milkshakes okay fine it's 20 milkshakes okay i think milkshakes are between one and two thousand calories a piece what milkshakes are you having oh milkshakes are super high in calories hundred percent sure about this the only one i've even heard of being like near a thousand is like the cinnabon milkshake it's a thousand two hundred yeah I there's a restaurant in Texas that they talk about on a podcast that I listen to that they have shakes that are like 1600 1700 calories. I need it. Right? I need it in my life. It's like you just have one of those and you're set for the day. Do you want to try to do a small video with us trying to consume 20,000 calories a day for bears? Nobody wants to watch us try and eat and get really tired of eating. I think it would be pretty good. No. Yes. No. Fine. Send us an email if you think <laughs> that would be a good idea. And say nothing if you don't think it'll be a good idea. <laughs> Therefore, not gonna happen. Fine. No, that's good. I the one about the Polish, uh, Polish army bear can, still kind of confuses me. Why? I I don't know what what. How is that more efficient than a vehicle? It's a freaking bear, man. Oh, okay, I guess it protects itself. It, but it's also a pretty big target. Yeah. And to the front line, which I didn't know artillery sat at. Seems like a poor strategic strategy. Maybe that's why Poland got taken over so quickly. Yeah. They were just some Liebensraum. <laughs> what? 
Lebensraum. That's why Germany invaded Poland. They needed Lebensraum, which translates to living room. Germany was like, that's too cramped. Need some <laughs> Lebensraum. <laughs> hey, Poland. I like what you got going on there. Give me some bears. Was appeasement in World War One or Two? Don't know. I forget. don't know. I, we have a history guru. We've lost our computer. We've lost our computer. She's gone. <sighs> Forever. The puppy is too distracting. But moving on to the news. The show must go on. Uh, this, I, I found a really great story this week. It, it, it's borderline unhinged stories, but I figured we'd just put it in here because I just read it this week. It's, it's maybe a little bit dated, but this guy, security researcher, Joseph Tartaro, well, we'll just call him Jojo, I guess. <laughs> he, he got a vanity license plate in 2017. It said null, N-U-L-L. For those of you who don't know what that is, that in programming terms is the equivalent of nothing, empty, undefined. Yeah. But it's not zero. There's a big distinction there. It's just nothing. So he hoped that this would get him out of tickets, like parking tickets, I guess, and speeding tickets. So like once the cop entered the license plate into the database, it would just get lost because null means, you know, no value. So they would enter in his license plate and the, the system would be like, no value. Okay. I don't know what to do with this now. <laughs> uh, didn't quite work that way. In 2018, he got a ticket because somebody, st- well, he claimed somebody stole his registration sticker. Like they scraped yeah. it off and put it on their car. So he got a ticket. It was 35 bucks. He was like, whatever. I'm not going to fight it. No big deal. Wrong. <laughs> so this, because of this, he was put into the system that was managed by a private company. They put in his address, his name, his information, his car even, with the word null. So every other ticket that was input incorrectly or they didn't get a good scan of the license plate or the traffic attendant just didn't put it in was associated to this guy, Jojo. So he got $12,000 in (laughs) parking (laughs) tickets and other tickets that were not his. That is, that's rough. Dating back to 2014, and he ha- he didn't even get the license plate until 2017. They're they're gonna fix this, right? Oh, you would think that. So they he I mean he's a security researcher. He I'm sure has a very easy solution to the problem. Yeah, very easy. <laughs> and the it's not handled by I think this is in California it's not handled by the the state government it's handled by a private company and the private company refuses to fix it I'm sure it'd be really easy but they just refuse to fix it and they told him change your license plate I I guess they're trying to like some guy like that came across his desk desk and he was like yo this guy sucks we're gonna stick it to him everything we've ever ever entered wrong it's going to him. <laughs> this guy absolutely sucks. He thinks he's going to play a game. Play, you know, he's like, parry this, you fucking casual. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I will say I, it's a good thought. He had a good thought. Yeah. If, if not, it was a good joke. He said he was going to uh, get his wife's car a vanity tag that said void. So in their driveway, it would be null and void. I like that. Uh, yeah, I like that too. But instead, he's gotten $12,000 worth of speeding t- er, traffic tickets, parking mostly. And I think I'm going to get the vanity tag null now. They're going to keep doing it. I think it's a great idea. I bet it's available. I, I hope it's available in Maryland. I'm sure it is. Yeah. 
That'll be awesome. It is. Watch Marilyn Vecchio. You can't have that one. Pro- quite possibly. Um, Casey, one of her teachers in high school, tried to get the uh, identification number for the Millennium Falcon as a vanity plate. And they said, no, because it doesn't make sense. Like, I think when you have to get vanity plates, you have to be able to explain what it says. It can't just be like 1L1L1L. L1. <laughs> because that's obviously with the intention of a cop driving behind you like 1L1. L, I don't know. So they wouldn't let him get the Millennium Falcon. That's upsetting. That's an interesting little fact but we can we can move on we can carry on we can carry on my wayward son cars help you get from point a to point b with gasoline or electric or like or electricity we can't just assume anything these days man you're right sometimes hydrogen you're right i forgot about yeah hydrogen powered cars i really thought that was that was the move transportation of the future but it's and maybe it, it it could still be you know, not right now, uh, but maybe hydrogen won't be, maybe even electric won't be because a researcher company has made an exosuit that helps you run and walk faster or use less energy when you're doing it. Okay. So it doesn't increase speed. It just makes you more efficient. It makes you more efficient. Okay. Which you could, you could say that it could yeah. increase speed, but so basically it's a little belt that you wear around your waist and it adds torque to your hip joint. Oh, nice. And I don't fully understand how the human body works, so I'm going <laughs> to let you do this. The actuator attached to the lower back is controlled by an algorithm and allows it to adjust to different walking speeds. So they did a test with it, and it reduced users' metabolic rates from walking by 9% and running by 4%. And while that's not huge numbers, walking by 10%, that's pretty significant. If you can walk 10% further, yeah, that's pretty significant. I got I to gotta look at this thing. So it does have attachments that go around your legs. I think I really think it's just around your around your waist. We can see a picture right here. Zoom in on it looks his legs. like it's just a bunch of wires. Back. Oh, okay, maybe it is. Um, I I wish we had a little more details on this because it's a real short article. We yeah. could probably read the research paper from Harvard University, but I nope, not today. Nope. But so, this I, this is so cool. This is like because they they have exosuits. But they're not really that useful. No. Like uh, the most useful thing I've seen them before is workers in a factory who are like doing manual repetitive tasks day in and day out because they can just have an exosuit that helps them lift things and whatnot and just attach it to the ceiling in a, in a power cord, you know? Yeah. They, they have an unlimited source of power. That's that's the real issue. But I, this, this is super cool. This is amazing. This is honestly like... Uh, almost 10% efficiency on walking alone. I, I mean, how could you... It would be so hard to you know put a tangible term on that. But the, I think the average person walks about five miles a day. No, way less than that. Really? In the United States, for sure. It's probably like one. Wow, that's, that's upsetting. Yeah. Okay, the average person who likes walking, or who is active, it probably gets about five Who's miles. Who's active, maybe. Maybe. But so five miles, uh, it doesn't seem like much, but if you add 10% on that, you know, that's, or if you have, it's 10% less effort. Yeah. Just think how less tired you would be in the day. Right. 
Although if you're active, you're probably walking to get exercise, so it would defeat the purpose of yeah, that. You, you would walk a little bit farther because you, you're like, man, I'm not tired yet. Oh, let me go a little bit farther. Yeah. But the practical applications, I think, are, are pretty significant for this. Like for The one that they mentioned is rehab. That is huge. Like people trying to get off drugs and alcohol. They just put this on and they just walk around and <laughs> can't stop. It doesn't let you. <laughs> but really good for people who like are having trouble walking. Like It makes it easier. Yeah. if Which is awesome. Take 10% of the load off. Or does it take not load really off? load? It just helps, I AIDS. guess. It just makes you more efficient. I don't know. It's science. Sciences, you know. I I mean I see how I see how this is going to be huge, and I mean this is I assume their first, you know, their first uh, actual product. So you know, in the versions coming, I'm sure that uh, you know how efficient or how much it reduces your metabolic rate is just going to keep going up. Right. So this is really just a, a prototype. I don't think it's actually for sale. So this is mostly just for research and to say, hey, it, it, it can be done. So exciting stuff here. Yeah. Exciting stuff. I feel like the other places it'd be good for is law enforcement in the military, even though the military is moving towards robots in combat zones. Which uh, would make sense. Which makes sense. Uh, but this, you know, if you got to walk 40 miles in the desert, then might as well make it 10% easier, right? Yeah, also, a, trying, a little bit of trying to run from cops with exit suits on, man. Ooh. You're gassed at like the mile marker, and they're just like... Yeah, no problem. Well, fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you can't run or hide now. <laughs> it does seem like it would be uncomfortable, though. That's probably the biggest downside. I bet it weighs a lot. Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know how much power it would require to, to actually use. I don't know the mechanisms of it. I don't either. It's it, a mystery. It could just Not, be like spring-loaded systems that require just your energy to power them. Maybe maybe it just has little needles that poke you in the back that encourage you to go faster and further. <laughs> you you you, lose, you use less energy because you're fueled by adrenaline instead of metabolic reactions. Because that yes, is how that works. That is how that works. Thank you for agreeing with me Would you, if they became mass mass available, would you buy one? I don't. I can't see myself having a use for it. It'd be cool. You bike. This would be easily. This could be very easily changed to someone biking. Yeah, but they have electric bikes. They On have electric motorcycles. assist bikes. Oh. They have road bikes with little batteries and motors in them. Uh. So like my my mother in law got one so that because my father in law he rides really fast and so she couldn't keep up with him so she got an electric bike so they can bike together. She can keep up with them. Really? Yeah. That wow. Pretty cool. But I'm saying, like, if you're, you know, you're going to bike to go sightseeing and whatnot. Uh, Ooh, that would be good. You, if you're going sightseeing. Yeah, and you can just go so much longer. Yeah. So that's that's another practical use for it. I like that. Yeah, I like that. That'd be cool. Get it? Well, let's start a company that does bikes, like you know, bike sightseeing. We've got a guy who would be who'd be willing to do it. And we offer them exit suits so they can do 100 miles in a day. We, what we need to do is uh, go to giant tourist areas and have somebody who speaks Chinese and have them sell these or rent them to the hordes of Chinese tourists. Tourists. I was going to say terrorists. Not the not right word. Right word. <laughs> tourists as they go around and see the sites as they will. Yeah, but they have segways. But people don't actually use those, though. You'd like to think that. Oh. Uh, yeah, I know they have Segway tours and stuff. 
it's one of those things that like it was super cool back in like 2005 now it's just super dumb i've never ever looked at a segway and thought that looks pretty cool even when i was younger i was like wouldn't want to ever well i like that they're they're like the auto balancing thing that part is cool i like the i don't know the the process behind that and how that works I, th- I don't know. I'd like to try one once. I, I don't want any of my friends there. Yeah, you wouldn't want to tell any of your friends you no. were a <laughs> I do want to try it, though. I think it'd be cool. Really stupid, though. Really stupid. Speaking of other electrical devices, uh, Norway, and I didn't know this somehow, they, they have a goal to make all of their domestic flights electric by 2040. So, sans gas. Airplanes. That's... That's what 21 years away completely electric i i, I mean I'll, the the biggest thing is just how i see it has crashed it crashed so the, <laughs> their first their first electric plane the alpha electro g2 lost power and forced the pirate to crash land on his way back to the airport in a lake i think the company had spent the day giving tours to high-ranking government officials. The article was not clear whether or not the government officials were in the plane or not, but I imagine they were just at the factory yeah, uh, or the research facility, whatever. But this is not going to go anywhere that I'm sh- if people don't perceive it as safe. Yeah, that's like the utmost importance of public transportation. But, I mean, I'm sure the first guy who drove a car got in an accident, right? I know the first plane flight technically ended in a crash. Did, uh, what on the uh, Outer Banks? Yeah, with all the, three uh, of them crashed. The Wright brothers. Yep. Yeah, that's a good point. They got better. They did. But we have planes that work just fine. That don't crash. That don't crash. Well, for the most not, part. Yeah, not all. Except for the Boeing seven thirty Max eight planes. Yeah, and so then all, all China's out of Malaysia for some reason. Yeah, that's just mm-hmm. gone. Yep. <laughs> Whoops. Where'd it go? Megalodon is no, real. I agree though. Like. It's it's cool that they want to do it. I like Norway seems like that kind of country who's like you know environment is utmost of importance. Like kudos to them for that. Uh, I just don't see if they're gonna keep crashing planes. This working out. I will say though that it's only on their domestic flights, and I can't imagine there's a lot of domestic flights within Norway. I th- so I thought it's because of how Norway set up that it's easier for them to fly city to city than it is for them to drive or take a train. I don't know. If you say so, sure. That's in the article. Is it? Oh. Unique geography, road and rail travel is inefficient. Oh, good. So it's like Alaska. Yeah. Where people fly everywhere in like little biplanes. So Maybe not biplanes, but small planes. So I guess, you know, I, I get it why they want it to be electric, but the thing is, uh, I you're right, it's domestic. So I'm, I was about to say the the range of the flight would be severely limited. Yeah. Because the amount of batteries you have to take to get farther also makes the plane a lot heavier. Although you can solar charge and there are drones that exist. Yeah. They can fly indefinitely because they're charged mid-flight with lasers. That's, Is that not the coolest thing ever? That you brought up lasers. Yeah, that's dope. So if, so if you had like a, a flight path that planes had to go on... And they would all have to fly low, obviously. So this is increasing the danger just a little bit. You could just constantly like have a path of laser beams that lock onto you and charge you up while you're flying and just fly indefinitely. Seems like a lot of power, though. It, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, it would be. <laughs> that seems really inefficient. Yeah, it'd be cool though. It would. No. I mean, don't get me wrong. Good luck with this, Norway. Yeah, they're trying to nix fossil fuels, but to, you know, power all these lasers, they're going to have to start a power plant up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's an ambitious goal. It is. I I don't know. 21 years, you know, I'm kind of one of those persons, like anything can happen in that time. Like we might get the technology advanced far enough to where electric works. Maybe Norway won't even be there in 21 years. That is also a point. Maybe they'll just be Norswin or something. Norway and Sweden combined. Norseman? Norseman. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. I see what you did there. So, I want you to talk to me about Paige Thompson. Paige Thompson is a smart idiot, I guess I should say. What she did in, I think it was June of this year, she stole data of 106 million people from Capital One. In June. Hot damn. You know how they caught her? She bragged about it online. Oh, not even like went to the bar, had a couple of drinks. Oh, no, online. Got... So yeah, I know, but I'm saying like you don't brag online because it's just mass people to catch you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So do you know what GitHub is? I do not. GitHub is a online tool that programmers most of the time use in order to collaborate with other people it makes you know working on the same set of files makes it a lot easier so that's where she was bragging about it she was like hey i'm awesome pretty much it she the, the words she was using were just so stupid that i, I don't really want to i don't really <laughs> want to repeat them uh but so she she got all this data she was trying to distribute it she was trying to distribute full name, date of birth, and social security number of 106 million people. Hot damn. Uh, I don't know if she actually got it out there, uh, but that's terrifying. Uh, she used to work at Amazon, and I'm pretty sure that's how she had to end because I think Capital One was using Amazon servers for like cloud storage and stuff, Okay, which is an inherent risk of cloud storage. And She seems intelligent. It seems like good. that's a pretty... Uh, in-depth thing to do is to steal 106 million people's would be hard yeah would be hard but she's, she got caught because she's an idiot that's I, I feel like that's like the majority of how people get caught and stuff like that like when they pull off like a big heist they, they brag, brag about it yeah they like, brag like they they rob a bank and it's like how does this you know plumber have a McLaren you yeah. know how did he afford the Koenigsegg one-to-one even if it's not like verbal bragging like buying extravagant things is bragging yeah for sure (laughs) i mean that's why that's why like one of the things to look out for like um if someone might be a threat is if they just suddenly start having nice things yeah maybe they won the lottery yeah if i won the lottery i probably would try my very best not to tell anybody oh yeah i would try my best wouldn't work that well well i i feel like the people that would know are the only people that would Never be like those, like, oh, you hurt me. Like, I'm going to sue you for, you know, $5 billion, and we're going to settle it like an even million. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. That's, that's okay. Did you know that's, that's, a, that's a huge problem with lottery winners? For sure, yeah. Is that people start filing claims on them, you know, uh, you know, personal damage or whatnot, even though they've never met that person. But, uh-huh. like, it's easier to just settle it. 
than it is to go to court and just spend your time in court yeah court fees you'd probably just hire a lawyer to defend it be like this person doesn't even know this person yeah i I would rather do that honestly i'd rather pay a lawyer a million dollars than pay a million dollars in settlement to some asshole who's just trying to get money yeah, i would make sure i kept them in court long enough to bankrupt them yeah that's a goal <laughs> It's one way to do it. Get what you're get what's coming to you. Yeah. Just like Russia. Russia. Was testing missiles, nuclear powered, nuclear armed missiles, and one of them exploded. Why were they? Te- I thought it's illegal to test nuclear weapons right now. Uh, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Obviously, they don't care. They they don't care at all. They they said something about it, blaming it on the U.S. Blah blah blah. Whatever. But a missile exploded. Five people died initially. Seven people died in subsequent injuries. Uh, who knows how many more will die? You know, from radiation. From radiation stuff. But they, I will say, they were doing it in the White Sea near Nyonska, Russia. So in the middle of nowhere, basically. Okay. And the nuclear engine exploded, not the nuclear armament gotcha so it wasn't the weaponized person it was the pr- propulsion person is is it a nuclear engine nuclear powered yeah nuclear engine nuclear powered nuclear armed missile damn it sounds like a bad thing waiting to happen so the u.s actually conceived of this idea in the 1960s which is like 60 years ago <laughs> they conceived of the idea uh, they called it a scramjet, and it was, again, nuclear-powered, nuclear-armed, and involved air cooling, okay. which would produce a lot of radiation, a lot more radiation. Russia does the cooling using metal, which is freaking odd and super cool. Uh, and it reduces radiation, but there's still some radiation when it's being used. So apparently a high risk of... Explosion. Explosion. And that's why they test it out in the middle of nowhere. I'm glad they... Uh dubbed the five employees national heroes that was odd to me that seems kind of spiteful but i mean you know what what are you gonna do right yeah there's no reason to crap on their grave except for that they're russian true but somebody called this thing this missile a small flying chernobyl (laughs) it's fitting very very accurate now yes very accurate. And this is only like, what, a couple months after the HBO series on Chernobyl aired? So when everybody's like re-remembering about Chernobyl? Yeah. Bad well, idea. Well, at least they reported immediately. Yeah. Not, not like, like last time. They just waited and waited and waited. Until we picked the signal up that there was a massive radiation leak in somewhere in the world. Yeah, it was uh somewhere in Sweden. It was like, where is all this radiation coming from? Yeah. And then... You guys need help? No, no, we're fine here. Nothing happened. <laughs> Nothing happened. Ignore all the dead people. <laughs> Idiots. Yeah. Idiots. But why Where are they why are they testing? I just want to know why are they testing a, a the scramjet missile They're, to beat US missile defense systems. Huh. Doesn't look like we need to do much work. Right? Self-fulfilling <laughs> prophecy. It it's supposed to have unlimited range basically which is pretty terrifying i guess the the propulsion system's really efficient so it's just feeding off the warhead i i don't know the internals That's i do true. not know but really unlimited range basically in order to get all the way around the world you only need to be able to go halfway around the world 
How does that work? You don't. You'll never need to make a full rotation of the Earth. Gotcha. Because why would you do that? Let's blow ourselves up. We're gonna fly this thing all the way around the Earth <laughs> and, and come back. Yeah. So okay, that makes sense. I get it. It it is a cool like missile though. Sounds cool. Yeah. Seems cool. I really want to know more about metal cooling. Uh, it's hot. It's hot. It's hot. I think it's just water that can withstand being that hot. Is my guess. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Speaking of something that is hot, Draco Motors, which I've never heard of before, a startup created by Barracuda Networks co-founder Dean Draco, has unveiled a dope-ass car. This thing looks, looks, that I'm sure that's the the proto. The concept art. Concept art. So it's not going to come out looking anything like that. Well, I'm sure it's going to be close. Yeah, maybe. But, uh, well, I mean, we've you've seen the concept compared to actual for car pictures. Yeah. They're pretty, pretty far off. But th- if it looks like this, it's really good. And you do have a little bit more le- leniency with an electric car, which this is. It is an electric supercar. It's almost in the class of mega car, I believe Did is it- what they're dubbed. Didn't know there was something that existed as such. That the Koenigsegg one to one, which we talked about recently, was dubbed as the first mega car. Gotcha. So it probably because it produces a megawatt of power, which is a lot. It's that, a lot of power. Nut. Anyways, this one from Draco is going to have twelve hundred horsepower and sixty five hundred torque. That's such a huge jump. That is so much torque, dude. That is absolutely insane. Do you think that? It's going to feel like a gunshot going off. It's gonna, I, what does that even mean? So like when you like, you know, in movies, when people get shot with a gun, they like fly back. Like uh-huh. when you accelerate, like you're just going to fly back into your seat. Okay. But that doesn't actually happen when people get shot. They don't fly back. Like you that. don't know that. Pretty darn sure. Have you shot somebody? You want to talk about this? I've not. I've not. Okay. okay continuing. <laughs> uh, let's do some comparisons though. The... This has 1,200 horsepower. The Bugatti Chiron has 1,479 horsepower, so it's two, 300 more. The Koenigsegg 1-1 has 1,341 horsepower, but it only has 1,011 torque. So this has, you know, 141 less horsepower and like 5,000 more torque, <laughs> which is absurd. And to, like for acceleration, torque is what matters. Right. And this is just off the charts. So the Porsche 918 has the fastest recorded 0 to 60 time uh, at 2.2 seconds. And it only has 875 horsepower. And it's a hybrid. Yeah. So this is fully electric with like five times the amount of power of the fastest Tesla out there. And like 10 times the amount of torque that I've ever seen. <laughs> and I think it's zero to six times going to be absurdly fast. I, I really think it might be under two seconds. I, f- I feel like what might, might happen is they're going to have to limit the power on it because maybe a human can't take the G-force that is about to be produced in this vehicle. Oh, man. If they had somebody test driving it and they were like, step on it. And he steps on it and he just blacks out. Bam. Yeah. There's $5 million. Yeah. So the price of the car is... million dollars so it's priced for your average consumer yeah i I mean tesla's kind of expensive but this is a bargain yeah this is a bargain top speed is only 206 which is pretty low for something this quick uh and like you said they have to limit the power 
the the battery only has 90 kilowatt hours which is not a lot no that's and pretty it's track car you're not going to be taking this to work ever no well maybe yeah. i mean if you work pretty close and there's a charger at work yeah and maybe there's one on the way because <laughs> it's not going to go very far but it'll get there fast yeah i mean you know i mean besides you know speed limits and whatnot i mean you could outrun a cop in that you could get away from him, yeah. but he will eventually, you'll eventually be on the side of the road with no power. Yeah, but that's why you just, you know, pull that like, er, like right hand turn, pull a U-turn, go back the other way. And, he, you know, by the time he gets his car turned around, you're, you're gone and on your way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm excited to see this car in action. I really hope that it comes up on the next season of grand tour which is coming up before too long if it november does, I'm, december i'm i man you're bringing up good things today yeah bro i do my best i'm excited this is this is crazy the torque i really didn't expect that torque number yeah that's that's like that's got to be more than an aircraft by a lot i don't i don't know the it's torque. gotta be i don't know the torque of a jet so maybe not like a maybe not like a jet jet as opposed to your jet as opposed to a commercial airliner. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not a not a F thirty five. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I'm sure the torque is higher on a jet, sorry. On a jet jet, yeah. On a jet jet. <laughs> <laughs> on a jet jet. And on that note we're done. Are we? No. <laughs> <laughs> so have you heard about redneck jousting? I, I might have. I isn't that is that the one where you, like you attach a chain to the back of two trucks and like pull each other apart? No, that's redneck tug of war. Yes. Sorry. Wow. Uh, redneck jousting is more or less what you think about it. There's like a weird crossover between people who like go to Renaissance festivals and stuff and rednecks. <laughs> like a weird crossover, but it exists. Uh, so I, I found out this week because I had a conversation with a guy. Redneck jousting is like when two rednecks in the back of their pickup trucks have lances. This sounds amazing. Sounds horribly dangerous. <laughs> but Casey sent me out of the grocery store to get, uh, I think it was bread. And, uh, you came eggs, back with actually. a redneck jousting story? Not quite. <laughs> well, with the story, yeah. So, But there's there's this thing in the parking lot. There's this old, like, you know, 1990 whatever red Dodge pickup truck. Like, there's one in my neighborhood. Um, and so there's, like, there's this thing sticking out of it. And I was like, what the hell is that? This guy comes walking back to his car, like, full-on beard, camo, headband, you know, like, American flag headband. Yeah. I'm like, this has got to be his truck. <laughs> so, I asked him about it, because I had never heard of redneck jousting. And so, he, he was like, it's it's redneck jousting. I'm like, but so, what is this for? He was like, this this long thing, it's like, yellow, reddish. He was like, it's a it's a lance. I'm like, but why is it like this? Because it looked like it was made of some sort of epoxy or something. Yeah. He was like, it's a it's a lance that's that's amber in color. I'm like, why do you need that? Why does it need to be that color? And he's like, it's in case somebody gets hurt. So confused. So confused. Like, Did he explain all this? Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm like, dude, why do you need this lance that's yellowish red in color? He's like, well, if somebody gets hurt, we already have an amber lance. Ah, do not tell me you just bit me again. Do not tell me. You. I got you. No, I got you good. No, dude, you can't keep doing this. Where are you getting these from? You had me so 
hard, man. I was so invested again. Great storytelling, man. Oh, my man. God. I I'm, love it. I'm leaving the podcast, This though. is my new favorite part of the podcast. I'm going to... Bruh. Eventually, maybe you'll catch on. I don't think I ever will. You just, like... The first time it was like an interesting story that happened to you. This week you're like, I'm just concluding cards. Casey was like, you got to put it somewhere different. That way Zach doesn't get it. I did it. <laughs> that way we already have. That's it, why though. I didn't put a link there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's move on because I'm I'm so mad right now. You two weeks back to back. I, oh, this is fun. I promise there won't be a third. <sighs> This is good. This is good. Oh. <sighs> All right. Have you heard of... Uh, <laughs> no. Amberlances? Uh, have you heard of PC Building Simulator? Yes. It is a video game where more or less you can build a PC in it. Never understood the appeal. Apparently, there's more to it than just that. There's like a, a, a story and you're working at a repair shop and you have to build PCs. But basically, you're you're building PCs in it. It doesn't even sound remotely fun. doesn't sound fun to me. Really popular with the Reddit crowd. But now, which I find hilarious, you can play it on console. <laughs> you can, build, you can a, build a PC on your Nintendo Switch, on your Xbox One, on your PS4, and dream of living in the Master Race, PC Master Race. Yeah. This doesn't... Like, building my PC uh, during, during it, I hated every second of it because stressful it was i just felt like a lot of money i felt like i was gonna break something or there's some things i just didn't know and i felt so overwhelmed at the beginning because it's just like open the box and just wires everywhere yeah it's like where's this one supposed to go it's got four pins and this has got four pins but it's three in one and you got to put the three in the one and the the advice you gave me is if it doesn't go there it won't fit it's pretty accurate advice except like when you're like doing the i I figured it out yeah i'm glad i'm glad i figured it out i did too although when i built my most recent computer it did not turn on the first time Ooh, it did not which apparently is like the first time you build it it will not turn on apparently that's just how it goes mine turned on did it didn't you have an issue with it? I didn't have a boot. Co- I didn't have a, a. I couldn't boot it. Ah, uh, that's right. It yeah. turned on. I just couldn't boot it. That's right. And then, uh, bit you, of an issue. Yeah, you helped me through that. Yeah. Tech guru. Yeah. Not not me. Not not a tech guru. Don't come to <laughs> me for help. Nope. 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 <laughs> yeah, I told people I built my PC, and then they're like, they'll ask me wow, some computer you're questions, so and I'm smart. like, it's not. It has nothing to do with like software understanding. Yeah. It's hardware. Yeah, and barely even understanding. It's like Lego. You just got to yeah. put the right things in the right place. And it makes the satisfying little... When you get it in there. And all the lights turn on into pretty colors. Yeah, pretty colors. I will say my RGB setup is pretty... Dude, lame. your fans are huge. Yeah. The fans on your computer are ridiculous. It has it is never, ever gotten even close to overheating. Yeah. Which I'm is, thinking about a new case. Which is the reason why I bought that case. Yeah. Yep. And I also would like to have more RGBs. Of course, yeah. I, I, when you originally said you were going to put them around the back side of your screen so they cast onto the wall behind it, I thought that was absolutely dumb. I'm doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Last thing on here is that hundreds of people 
trying to cheat at Apex Legends and Counter-Strike. Downloaded a bunch of illegal-ish, but not okay programs yeah. to cheat. And a bunch of them got their data stolen because they basically downloaded malware. Because you have to go to a sketchy place to get yeah. this software to begin with. And I'm like, is that karma? See, like, I initially read, I'm like, let's go. Like, I love it when people get their asses bit. But, like, I found that most people who cheat in video games are younger people. Like kids. You're, they're kids who, who don't quite know what they're getting into. Or they, they just want an edge. Or they, they think it's fun. Like, and they... You know, the only thing that got stolen from them is their parents' information. Yeah, probably. So, so that that kind of sucks. Like, I don't think that is okay. But, you know, if you're a 20-year-old guy and you just had all your shit stolen and your ID, you know, your social security number is no longer yours, kudos, boy. Kudos. <laughs> Good job for trying to cheat there, bud. Sucks. Yeah. Sucks for them, but, you know, it's, it's almost like karma. It, it's, all, if, it's almost righteous. It's almost the most righteous if the parents had done a better job you you can always blame the parents their kid wouldn't be an asshole parents downloading cheats wouldn't have gotten their information stolen instead of trying to cheat just get good get good kid get good (laughs) but you know video games are the cause of violence apparently yeah and on that note i think we can wrap it up we can thank you for listening if you if you're in a medical emergency, make sure you have an ambulance. And Brendan is about to be in a medical emergency. <laughs> Possibly. Thank you for listening. Consider becoming a patron. Thank you to all of our patrons. We will see you guys next week.